Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Second Door on the Left. This is your host, Drew House, and today we're going to have a show about shows. Yes, I have gone to one of my favorite websites of all time, IMDb. I have scrolled their top 250 shows list, and I have managed to pull out 11, 11 shows that for me were worth mentioning in this podcast. So let's get right into it. And I am going to start with lowest rated IMDb score and work my way towards the highest rated show of these 11. Starting first with a 7.3 rating on IMDb, we have the greatest animated show, in my opinion, of all time. You have King of the Hill. Now, King of the Hill has a lot of uh, sentimental value for me. I've watched this show for a long time. I uh, turned my wife onto this show, and she loves it as well. The characters are so <laughs> uniquely different. The storylines are great. There's always a warm, fuzzy feeling, for the most part, at the end of each episode. The writing is spectacular. Um, I mean, just the four guys, Hank, Bill, Boomhauer, and Dale, those characters alone would could could almost have their own show, but when you throw in the, the abundance of characters as well with the families of those characters in, it makes for some good times. Bobby Hill is by far one of the best characters in TV history. Uh, no, he's not right, Hank, but he is hilarious and I love him very much. Uh, Dale, you are a freaking giblet head and sometimes I want to come through the TV and slap you silly, but you still manage to, uh, Keep me on your side for the most part. Bill, I love you. Uh, Boomhauer, I've actually been able to understand. The more I watch you, sir, I've actually been able to understand uh, more of what you're saying, almost to where I, you are almost speaking clean English. It's amazing. So, yes, I see here that the highest rated episode, and, and this is weird because I've never looked at this before, I, I honestly – the highest rated episode of King of the Hill on IMDb is titled A Firefighting We Will Go. It has an 8.7 rating, and it's the episode where the guys are telling a story to the uh, the chief of the fire department after the fire department has burned down. They are volunteer firefighters in this episode, and man, I love it. It is a great episode. Uh, right behind that one is an ad at an 8.6 is the episode, the season six premiere episode titled Bobby Goes Nuts. And if you've watched any King of the Hill, hopefully you've seen this episode and the title says it all. This is the episode where Bobby kicks Hank square in the nuts. And it's hilarious. It's the funniest episode um, when Hank wakes up after being kicked in the nuts. The first face he sees is, yes, you guessed it, Bill Dotrieve. And it is just so funny. Love King of the Hill. Love it. It's an amazing show. Um, 7.3 is definitely a little low for me. Let's move on to the next show that I had to have on here. It's got an 8.1 rating and it is called Workaholics. <laughs> Let me disclaimer this show. It has a lot of things in it that... People of this age, 20-somethings, 30-somethings, uh, it has stuff that they do that, you know, goes on. There's a lot of drinking. 
There's a lot of partying. There's a lot of weed. Yes, weed, also known as grass, also known as marijuana. Has a lot of that in it. So if you don't like that type of stuff, then this show is definitely not for you. But if you do, if you find humor in that, as I do, and you don't, and you have never seen Workaholics, well, you know, start binge watching now. Uh, it used to be on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore. Actually, it's moved to Hulu. Um, it is it is over with, as well as King of the Hill. Both of these shows have ran their course. Um, you can find it on Hulu. It's got uh, Blake. It's got Anders, and it has Adam. They are telemarketers, and uh, it just basically, you know, it's a story of their lives and their friendships and all the shenanigans they get into. Um, let's see. I believe it. Let me do my math real quick. I will say King of the Hill ran 13 seasons, and yes, Workaholics ran about half that, right at seven seasons long. It was a great run for a show of its kind. The writing is very good. Uh, a lot of people thought, I've read a lot of reviews where the uh, the writing slacked off a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think the writing was pretty darn good throughout the show's run. And it's a very funny show. It was on Comedy Central. Um, I see here the highest rated episode. There's actually three. Three episodes tied for uh, the lead at 9.0 flat. Uh, there's one titled Dorm Days. Uh, that's a very funny episode. That's the season five premiere. They are going to a college to recruit uh, future telemarketers. And at, all at the same time, Blake gets involved with some... Uh, a porno ring at the school. Um, Adam gets a lesson in porno, pornog, and um, Anders is the one who usually is the one doing the work recruiting, and he gets into it with some, uh, what were they, uh, National Guardsmen, and it's, it makes for some very funny, <laughs> funny material. Flashback in the day is the second episode. I believe that would be the season three finale. It shows how uh, Adam Blake and Anders got together. And then uh, season four, episode 13, the friendship anniversary. The guys uh, celebrate seven years of living under the same house, which uh, I guess in California, if I remember correctly, that makes them legally married or something like that. So that makes for some good times. Of course, they get into a big fight. And uh, it, let me see, it says celebrate their common law marriage. Yes, that's what it was. So yes, workaholics, great stuff. Next show we have, it ran for five episodes, I do believe. Let me see here. Six, six seasons. Um, 8.4 on IMDb. It has ran its course. It ran from 2004 to 2010, and it's titled Lost. Could not have a, a podcast about shows without this show. This show introduced a lot of things that some people would say they didn't resolve by the time the show ran its course. I got closure. I received full closure from this show and was completely fine with how it ended. It's a great show. There's a lot of time travel elements. There, there's just a lot of very, um, you know, science fiction-y elements in it. And the acting is very good. Again, uh, an ensemble cast uh, carries this show. But I could not have a, a podcast without this show on it. 
Um, I love this show. The characters, to, for me, the, the show Lost is all about the characters, not so much the story. You definitely, I know I did. I got involved with these characters. Um, I watched the show with my wife as well. She loved it. And the first thing she said was when it was over, it felt like that the writers from the very beginning knew exactly where this show was going to go come the series end. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. I don't think they wrote themselves into a corner and then had to abandon some of the things they brought up. I think sometimes you just have to, you know, figure it out on your own. I don't think everything needs explaining, honestly. But again, this show was a character driven show. Uh, it has the highest rated episode is a 9.7, 9.7. Uh, and it was back in season four. The show, the episode I remember the most would have been the season five finale where um, I do want to be spoiler free. I can't really say the season five finale was probably my favorite episode, but then all of season six as well with uh, the show getting wrapped up. Uh, was very good. So yes, Lost, there's not really too much I can say about this show without giving it away. Uh, I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. So check out Lost. The next show that I want to talk about, I've already made mention of in a previous podcast. It's still doing its thing. A lot of people may have stopped watching. I'm not one of them. And I will continue to watch this show until the very end. And it's called The Walking Dead. Walking Dead also has an 8.4. They are entering their ninth season come October 7th. So a lot of things I could talk about with this episode or this show. It could have its own podcast show, really. It's still going on. The highest rated episode is a 9.6. Actually, there's two at 9.6. And uh, I really couldn't agree more with these, these episodes. The season six mid-season premiere entitled No Way Out, where literally Daryl blows up some of the saviors and a, a whole a shockwave is sent uh, for the next season and a half. Uh, the battle with the saviors gets full blown and going. And also in this episode, you have uh, Carl getting shot in the eye. Spoiler alert. There I go. That didn't last long. Uh, <laughs> uh Yes, an awesome episode. You have Rick fighting the Walkers single-handedly until the Alexandrians finally come out of their homes and start killing Walkers alongside Rick. It's an awesome episode. Uh, I know it pumped me up watching it. I was happy that the writers did what they did, um, the way they did it, because for a while I wanted Rick to just start taking out the Alexandrians who weren't really contributing, but a lot of them contributed in this episode. Great episode. The other episode that it has at 9.6 as well is called Too Far Gone. It was when they were in the prison, season four, mid-season finale. Um, it's where the governor attacks the prison again. And Rick fights the governor along with, Mich along with Michonne. And it's an amazing episode. It's, it, it really is a great episode. I, I would say those two for sure. Sorry, I gave some stuff away. Um, but if you're not on board with The Walking Dead by now, I don't really see you getting on board now. I mean, you know, I could be wrong. But those two episodes, No Way Out, Too Far Gone, definitely deserve its uh, place as the top two rated episodes of The Walking Dead, according to IMDb. All right, the next show 
with an 8.5. It's still doing its thing as well. I have read that this could be the last season coming up, which would make it season 10, I do believe. Let me see here. Yes, I think season 10 is already confirmed and it premieres September 26th of this year. So about two months away from that. And it's called Modern Family. (laughs) Modern Family is a great show. It's a very good show. And uh, there are some things people might not agree with, but you know what? It's just a show, people. And, you know, differences are what make this world go round. You can't convince me otherwise. So I definitely had to have this show on there. Um, Katie and I, this is another show we watched together. She does think that it is time to call it quits. You know, I, I could, I can agree with her on that. Uh, I do think this will be the last season, 10 strong seasons in my opinion. Uh, the highest rated episode is at a 9.5. It was in season six and it was the episode titled Connection Lost. It is shot entirely in the format of an iPad. It's if you're looking at an iPad, Claire, the mom, is FaceTiming everyone from the family, messaging, looking for Haley, and it's just it's a unique episode, and it is the highest rated episode of the show, according to IMDb. I'm not sure I agree with that, but it's a very cool show and an inventive show, an episode of the show, and I thought they did a great job with it. Modern Family, check it out. It's worth watching. The characters are great. The next show is probably the most obscure show. I would say it's the most obscure, but I watched it. It was only three seasons, but I enjoyed it so much I had to have it on here. 8.6 according to IMDb, and it's the show Hannibal. I'm I'm a Hannibal fan. I like Red Dragon probably the, the most, Silence of the Lands, of course, but this show right here touched on um, the books Red Dragon and it literally led up until uh, the part with uh, Clarice. So awesome show, short lived show, but there was closure at the end of uh, season three and I enjoyed it. The guy that played Hannibal uh, actually made me forget about Anthony Hopkins. So well done to him. I didn't think that was possible. Uh, just a very cool show, a very visual show uh, <laughs> with the way if, if you've seen this show, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, um, I would I would definitely recommend it. Uh, a lot of cool visuals in this show and, and graphic as well with some of the deaths and, and whatnot. But um, highest rated episode is Mizamono. And let's see, it, it has a nine point nine. 9.9 rated show episode of this show. Uh, it's the season two finale. Season two finale, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check that. So that tells you right there what kind of uh, quality of show we're looking at right here. And yes, it is the season two finale. Great show. I miss it. I did hear something about them carrying it on with uh, another outlet such as Netflix. It didn't happen. It's okay. Again, closure was felt. Great show. Had to have it on here. The next show I've already made mention of in the the podcast about trailers and whatnot. It's Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot is going into its fourth season. And this show 
has an 8.6 on IMDb. Highest rated episode is 9.8, entitled uh, KillProcess.inc. And this show is about a computer hacker um, named Elliot, but he also has a lot of social anxiety. He has daddy issues. Um, I don't want to give anything away with this show because I, if you're not watching it, I think you should find a way to binge it and catch up for season four. I think it's definitely worth it. Um, I know there are so many hours in the day, but this show for me has the potential to be one of the best shows ever by the time it's over with. The guy, I have to give complete credit to the creator, Sam Esmail. He writes the show. He directs all the episodes. I know he did all the episodes for season two and season three. Not sure about season one, but the guy's a visionary, and um, he deserves all the credit in the world for the writing and the direction of this show. And then you throw in a guy like Rami Malek and Christian Slater, and you know the cast is phenomenal. The acting is phenomenal. USA, good job on picking up Mr. Robot and keep it going. Keep it going because there are fans galore out here. It did win a couple of Emmys. Uh, Rami Malek won, and then also Christian Slater won. Um, pretty sure about Rami Malek. But I know Christian Slater won for acting, so check it out if you're not already. Again, it'll be going into its fourth season um, coming up later this year, I do believe. Okay, here we get into some uh, some higher rated shows a little bit. 8.9 is the next show I want to talk about, and it's 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 a no-brainer for me. It's called Seinfeld, people. Seinfeld is one of the greatest shows ever made, arguably the greatest comedy ever made, probably the greatest comedy for me uh, in any ways. Um, I mean, it... There's, there's, there's so much has been said about this show over the years. It... It ran from 1989 to 1998, and I read on IMDb that Jerry Seinfeld turned down $150 million to do a 10th season. Yes, he turned down 150 fat ones to do a 10th season. I guess he didn't want the show to, you know, run out of gas towards the finish line or whatever, but uh, him and Larry David created this show. Uh, the characters are timeless. Jerry, George, Elaine, and of course Kramer. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Jason Alexander, Michael Richards, along with Jerry, and a, uh, an array of other side characters make this show just that, just that timeless. This show will never go off of syndication, I don't believe. It's been going on pretty much since it ended. And. Um, I do have a, a fascination with New York City anyways. So I've never been. I really don't think I could live there. Um, but it it is so vast and it, it's just a different world up there. So to be able to go in here from the comfort of my own home here in you know Mississippi and be able to take a trip to uh, New York City with these characters, it doesn't get any better than that. So yes, yeah, Seinfeld, check it out. You can, it's it's on pretty much anytime and uh, anywhere. There, it, there's always a Seinfeld episode playing somewhere. The next show 
that I could have left off because some would say, eh, that's not really a show. But it was on the list, and I do consider it a show. It's Planet Earth. I could sit and watch Planet Earth for hours on end. There is a Planet Earth 2. You can throw that in there with it. The fact that these people, especially with Planet Earth, as you can, as, as I'm looking here, five years in the making when it came out, it came out in, let's see, uh, 2007 was when Planet Earth came out. 11 episodes, five years in the making, and the just an amazing piece of work, Planet Earth, 9.4. Uh, IMDb rating. It's it's an incredible show. The animals, obviously, it's all animals. There are no humans. Um, just to the footage that was caught, and then the editing that was done. It's just the, it's just amazing stuff. Planet Earth Two is right there with it. Um, the foresight to put this show together, the dedication that it took to shoot for that long. There was no way I wasn't putting this show in there. Planet Earth, great stuff. I love watching it. Two shows left, people. We have, at 9.5, it'll be hitting with its final six episodes come April of 2019. It's Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones... I was not a big fan of, I never watched it. It's not that I wasn't a fan of it. I just never watched it until about five months ago. Five months ago, I was nearing the end of my UPS tenure, working 12 to, working about 1 p.m. until 11 p.m. Monday through Friday. And over a span of 15 days, I watched 67 episodes. That was all I did. I got a little bit of family time in on the weekends, but during the week for two weeks, I averaged about six episodes of Game of Thrones a day. Now, I was highly motivated to watch this show before I started my new hours because I knew it would take away from you know my show time, which is totally fine. Um, family time, bring it on. The more the merrier. So I was highly motivated to finish this show in that short span of time, but let me not take away anything from this show. It's high quality. It has a lot of things that are not for everyone. I mean, if you don't know that already, there you go. It's not for everyone, but this show is top notch. It's top notch. The writing, uh, the stories, the characters, it, it's an amazing show. It's an amazing piece of work, and I'm really looking forward to the last six episodes, which I've heard could be all feature-length episodes. I'm not sure how they're going to wrap it up, but I could not do this podcast without putting Game of Thrones on here because that just wouldn't be fair. That wouldn't be fair to Game of Thrones, especially considering the fact that I binge-watched out of my mind for 15 days. I had to have it on here. Yes, I was motivated to finish it, but the fact that it held my attention, I was addicted to the show. I lived in Westeros for 15 days, people, part-time. So, great show. Had to have it on here. Last show I'm going to talk about, people. 
it's the granddaddy of them all for me. I've already made mention of it in previous podcasts. It's Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is everything I could want in a show. I've seen it three times through, as mentioned, 9.5, tied with Game of Thrones. Um, For me, the storyline is incredible. Vince Gilligan, once again, you are a genius. I love Breaking Bad. I love the world. I love Better Call Saul, how how the Breaking Bad world has continued through Better Call Saul, which comes on tomorrow night, season four premiere. Can't wait. Again, I'll be checking it out after I get my rock on at Breaking Benjamin. Hope to see some of y'all out there. Breaking Benjamin, Bank Plus Amphitheater. I digress. Breaking Bad, it's number one for me. There's no question. Um, yeah, I, I could I could start watching this show from the beginning right now. But um, the final episode is tied with the the last the last eight episodes are amazing. We have 9.9s for the last episode and the third to last episode. So there's one thing you do not have to worry about with this show is, does it end on a high note? Do you have closure from it? Um, It's a resounding yes, people. Five seasons, five of the most tightly scripted seasons out there. Could he have made it more? Vince and Peter Gould, yeah, no question. But the fact that he kept it at five, five astounding uh, seasons, kudos to him. Um, it's an amazing run. So I had to do a podcast about these shows um, and let y'all know where I, where I stood on them. I did the movies and I did the shows now. So, you know, you may agree with some of those. You may not agree with any of them, but I checked out the list and those are the ones I plucked from it. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening to Second Door on the Left. Um, we will be back. Josh House is taking the reins from me. He's going to grab him because he's probably thinking, okay, okay, you know, he's up on the podcast. <laughs> well, you know, this microphone, Josh, is what does it. I'm just going to tell you. So when you get one, when you get yours from Amazon, I will continue to look at work. It just makes it feel like um, it's legit when it's really not, but it makes it feel that way. All right. (laughs) Looking forward to your episode, brother. Uh, Thank you for tuning in, people. Uh, Again, it's a pleasure for me to do this, and uh, I'm honored that you're tuning in. Uh, Josh will be back to discuss the film festival that he was a part of yesterday at Studio on the Square. Um, Until next time, this has been Drew House signing off. S-D-O-T-L. God bless. Be nice. Peace.